Welcome to What's the Dealio's episode on Ally Week. I'm your host, Joanne, and today I'm here with the GSA leaders, Ella, Mia, and Cecile, and the artistic director of our visual arts exhibit for Ally Week, Hannah, and Relly, to sit down and talk about allyship, LGBTQ plus pride, queer culture in Japan, and their initiatives to make school a more inclusive space. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, are these your first times on the podcast? Yes. yes. Okay, kind perfect. Of. Kind of. Kind of, okay. Um, well, so could you guys please introduce yourselves to the audience? Hi, I'm Hannah. I'm a senior and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Cecile. I'm also a senior and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, I'm Mia. I'm a senior and my pronouns are she, her and they, them. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm also a senior and my pronouns are also she, her. Hi, my name is Relly and I'm also a senior and my pronouns are she, her. Okay, so let me just direct the attention to Hannah for a second. I just have to say, in all my years at ASIJ, I haven't ever seen an art exhibit this stunning and possibly even revolutionary. So what inspired you to lead the creation of this? Okay, so the initial inspiration was over the summer, I went to an art exhibit in LA um, at the Hammer Museum, and Mm -hmm. it was an exhibit by Andrea Browers. And she had this really great piece which showcased anonymous letters from women who had received like abortions in the, I think, 80s, 70s, 80s. And it was a really impactful piece. And it was like collaged on the walls with wallpaper. And I just, I saw people interacting with it and like standing to read each of the messages. And it was just, it was so beautiful. And I loved that exhibit. And... I wanted to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet that was powerful. So how was kind of the, uh, this is Johanna and Raleigh, how was kind of the process in like proposing your ideas and plans to the GSA leaders? Um, well, the GSA leaders um, happen to be my friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of bugged them about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote some ideas out. I found stuff online and we gathered them with Relly and um, we sort of, we talked about like how feasible it was and how could we, like where should we do this, how could we do it and um, the logistics I guess Mm -hmm. we figured out along the way. We had not, we didn't have a lot of difficulty getting the space. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people were really um, supportive and like I know Miss Landry was really supportive about um, having this sort of ally week display um, I think it was hard because it was such a big project and we had a lot of other things going on as well mm-hmm. um, but you know it was new too mm-hmm. I didn't know what it would look like I mean yeah. like a very brief sketch <laughs> it was literally just I drew like the big rectangle of the board and the thing in the middle rec- and then I was like come on <laughs> yeah. thank you <laughs> All right. Um, speaking of inspirations, you said um, Andrea Powers was. Yeah. Speaking of inspirations, um, you're all current seniors. So, who are some queer people you guys have looked up to growing up? Anyone can start. <laughs> um, I can start with some uh, queer people in like media. I think has been really influential to me, just because I haven't been around many queer people just in my life. Um, but Bianca Del Rio. Yes. 
from RuPaul's Drag Race season six has kind of showed me how like being queer doesn't have to define you. Like she is so many other things. Same with Neil Patrick Harris. He's like a star in Broadway and in TV in his own right. And he just kind of like happens to be gay. It's not really like his identity within his sort of stardom. So true. Mm -hmm. um, kind of going along with the media thing, someone that I found when I was really young was Dan Howell. He didn't come out until recently, but I really appreciated like how strong he was even with like a lot of things. <laughs> um, but um, when he came out, that was also his coming out video was extremely impactful. Oh, it was. It was oh my God. so impactful. <laughs> I think I cried like seven times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think someone really close to me that I've always looked up to is my sister. She's um, my older sister, so she's always been role model in my whole oh, life. That's very sweet. Sticking with the media theme, mm -hmm. if you know Queer Eye, mm -hmm, Jonathan yes. from Queer Eye, and like literally anybody on the Queer Eye team, they're so inspirational, helping people, sharing their own like journeys, mm -hmm. and experiences, and it's so inspiring to see. And I'm a little bit of a history nerd, so <laughs> Marsha P. Johnson, I think you can't talk about Stonewall and the the gay rights movement without mentioning them and like what they did mm -hmm. with especially homelessness and LGBTQ youth and just all of the impacts that were made there in the 1960s, 70s. It's just amazing. This is like jumping a little bit back to middle school, but I think one of the first like queer icons that I came across was Jessie Page. Mm -hmm. And as a you know young seventh grader, <laughs> yeah, she was like, I guess, one of the only queer, I guess, people in media that I've sort of knew. Um, now, like, I think the show Heartstopper, <laughs> like, I just have to mention yes. it. Um, yeah, things like that. I really love how media has sort of grown in, in terms of like inclusivity. So yeah. it's funny that you mention um, Heartstopper because didn't didn't like yeah. the uh, yeah. oh my God. Kate Connor. I, yeah. Okay. Do you guys have opinions? Yeah. Do you guys no, have yes. Oh, oh yeah. Boy, do I have opinions. <laughs> I was so. Obviously, I understand, like, the importance of having queer mm -hmm. actors in mm -hmm. those roles, right? But, like, so does the author. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to cast yeah. people who aren't, like, aren't queer in those roles. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was at all fair for us to either assume his sexuality, mm -hmm. be like, oh, he sh like he took this role from a queer character. Mm -hmm. Like, he's did a he's phenomenal yeah. job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He literally is that mm -hmm. role. Like. Yeah. As long as that character is a comfort character for you, I don't think you should be like, yeah, um, exactly. he didn't portray well. Like he did a really good job. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. see people's problem. And he is such a sweet actor too. Yeah. He's really, I don't know, also like he's like eighteen. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. Like he's basically still figuring things out. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, back to the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Hannah. So we were talking about Heartstoppers, so I also want to mention, I mean, this isn't like, this is a book, but Loveless was just, <laughs> the reactions in the room speak. Um, Loveless, I, I would honestly say it's like the perfect young adult novel. Like, I read it as a 17-year-old, and I just, I fell in love, and I love that story. It's gorgeous. And um, also another... Uh, another book 
On Earth We're Briefly Gorgeous. I read yes. It. yes. I read it last year. Stunning. And Stunning. I discovered Ocean Vuong in his writing and prose, uh, prose and poetry. And I, I just absolutely love um, how he writes about his um, experience as an Asian American, first generation Asian American, mm-hmm. um, being gay and his relationship with his family and like his heritage. And I just... It's just so beautifully written, and I love his writing, yeah. Yeah, I was looking into Ocean the other day, and literally, why are his photo shoots so slay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he is, those are some stunning photo shoots. So, I myself worked on this exhibit and have officially earned bragging rights, but could you detail the process behind this, both on your center solo piece and the collage work? <laughs> Um, so for about a month now I've been working on the big painting in the middle Um, I was able to coordinate with the leaders who the leaders helped me out a lot coordinating um, gathering like anonymous testimonies from the ASIJ students and staff body (laughs) yes Thank you. Um, (laughs) So I wanted to, I do a lot of like surrealist kind of scary paintings and I wanted to incorporate like actual people's experiences within my paintings. So, but as for the collage, which is the like background piece, Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of anxieties about that. I wasn't sure. Um, the planning was a little bit disorganized, which is like on my part too, but um, I'm glad it like we pulled it together, but we started with just like images, gathering images in like a Google Drive folder, mm-hmm. and then we had some technical difficulties with the printer. Gosh. But, <laughs> but um, as I expected, We also burned some stuff, guys. Oh yeah, oh, we did. That was so cool. cool. But on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 sorry, that sounded like, <laughs> <laughs> it was an artistic choice, yes. okay. Yeah, um, but I think as soon as I, like, brought out the paints and, like, the glue and all the paintbrushes and, like, printed out some things, like, people really started to enjoy um, the process and having f- a lot of fun, and a lot of people, like, saw it, came by, and started looking at it and I was like, oh, do you want to, do you want to help us out? Like, do you want to pick up a paintbrush? Like there's some over there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ended up helping us out. And, um, I think it was really like amazing because afterwards I got a couple messages actually of people saying like, Aww. I actually felt really included and I had a lot of fun and stuff, which is like, I did not expect that, but it just like, warms my heart to think someone felt that way just being involved in that um process and like just being part of it meant so much to people and I'm really glad that it did and I think (laughs) 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 and you know it was I had no like direction with it I was kind of just like I give you full creative liberty like do as you like try try this flag like try this and you know, Joanne, you were like, oh, I'm going to make a wing, and you were so determined <laughs> to make your wing. And, like, yes. we found things in the magazines that, like, we hadn't planned at all, and mm-hmm. we collaged a bunch of stuff. So it was very much, like, um, 
not planned, spontaneous hey, but expression, you know? That's what, Careful. you know, we, we go f- from a plan, but every movement kind of develops on the way, so... <clears throat> As the leaders, you guys have been some of the more vital folks on the team for the visual exhibit. And really, you too. You were there almost every single day. Yes. And so how... Really was my mental support. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how's kind of the experience been for you guys? So as somebody who not is not necessarily like a visual artist mm-hmm. type of thing, I don't really paint or draw or anything. It, like Hannah said, it was really, really fun um, just to kind of like be there and like it was a very like fun group sort of activity that we all just like felt really proud of the end product. It's such like a, a piece about like pride. And I think it's it, I think we all feel very proud to be a part of it, um, not just like seeing it, but Definitely. to kind of like have been be able to walk past and be like oh that's what I did it's like oh this little paint drips were mine <laughs> every single time I walk like down the stairs and look at the wall I'm like oh my god that's my child yeah. anyone anyone who is anyone who is next to me they're hearing like a ton of it from me like I'm like you know we did this and we did this like yeah. it's so cool like and I keep and I keep telling everyone like this is so crazy like we're change makers this is revolutionary yeah. <laughs> proud of this i'm no, so happy about it every time i'm walking with somebody i was like i did that corner that corner like, <laughs> you see those paint drips my brain did that i was like i did that quote actually my handwriting That's my <laughs> yeah oh my god it's totally about pride and it's so special to all of us in like a, a person and like more than just like because like we are allies or we are queer ourselves but because we had like a hand in making that like mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. accepting like welcoming piece at our school so sure um, <laughs> <laughs> i don't have many chances to like have a creative outlet like that and honestly i think that's the first time i've done like any sort of visual art in the last like five years <laughs> genuinely <laughs> like i yeah, but it was just, it was so fun, and it was amazing, and, like, honestly, as soon as, like, Hannah came to us with the idea, we were all immediately just like, yeah. yes, that sounds amazing, how do we get this to actually happen, um, and it was just, yeah, I'm, like, so proud to have worked on it, like, Hannah knows that when Miss Chrissy brought us the class, I, like, was literally bouncing, I was so just excited and proud that, like, people kn- knew about it, and, like, were taking the time out of their day to, like, go look at it it was just amazing (laughs) yeah I think it's so powerful in a way that we haven't done before in ally week I think this exhibit has changed everything especially about the way that people are thinking I think with the advisory lessons that we do every year they're important and they're integral to understanding how allyship manifests in a community but the fact that the wall is up there and that it portrays such a universal message and it really is a lot of beautiful, amazing individuals who came together to create an even more beautiful piece that lets people know that we are here and we are proud. And it's just un- unapologetically gorgeous, I think. Yeah, and just like adding on to Cecile's thing about 
like we've had like kids like walking by like little elementary school kids and they just go oh my god what is that that's so cool <laughs> and like they don't uh, completely understand what like being queer like what maybe what even what like lgbtq plus is but they still have this like appreciation for it and i think that just speaks to how like art sort of like reaches across those yeah. boundaries of like language and it just like you know what i mean it just that is like so beautiful holds so yeah. much power yeah Adding on to that, like, elementary schooler thing, I think it's really beautiful how, like, this art piece, although they don't really understand what it's about, kind of creates that environment that they are going to be accepted, and they are accepted for who they are. Um, even if they don't realize that that's what it's saying right now, they can remember this piece and be like, okay, ASIJ does have accepting communities. I am going to be accepted somewhere. Yeah, I think I didn't really have any queer role models when I was a child, when I was smaller. Yeah. And I'm just thinking if I was an ES and I saw something like that at my school and it's just so beautiful, I just can't imagine how comforting that would have been at that age and how much more of an impact that would have had on me understanding who I am and, and loving myself for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Next, am I allowed to start? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of running out of time, but you go ahead. Okay. Um, like with the advisory stuff like I feel like often times it gives the impression that like um, queerness is like an educational topic mm. like mm. especially yes. the advisory lessons but it's just it's just celebration yeah. you know and that's yeah. what I love about it and I don't think there's enough of that <laughs> um, I agree yeah so visually it's stunning and to have that and to celebrate it in that way and it's so colorful and lively and gorgeous and it's just, yeah <laughs> The pride is like radiating off of each yeah. of our voices. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually so cute. Anyways, um, so leaders, GSA leaders, this one's for you. I heard y'all are engaging in many different types of initiatives. So if you guys could talk about or highlight some that you think are important and kind of what their purpose is so our audience knows what you guys have been up to. Um, so we have... I'll talk about what we're doing over on the Instagram. Ooh. Okay. So just while we're on the topic of art and stuff. Um, so we really, on the Instagram account, want to try and, like, spotlight some, like, um, GSA artists or, like, queer artists. Um, and we already had a post from Hannah to kick us yes. off. And I so saw that, was, that one. It was gorgeous and it was really exciting that it kind of came at a time right before her art installation for I Ally know, Week. I was so like, oh, not planned, but I love it. <laughs> um, Finally, procrastination wins. <laughs> and like, I, I, we want to do more of that. So if any listeners want to submit yes. some... I will always promote this. <laughs> want to submit their art, just shoot me an email or like a text message like, hey, I'm interested. But um, that's something really exciting. Then we're also trying to promote more uh, current events through the Instagram as well. We're working on a post right now about... Japan recognizing same-sex um, yes, yes, relationships, yes. which is really exciting. So we want to do, like, Japan news and global news and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also... There's a post um, up there educating some people about some queer jazz artists in history. Ooh. We did that in collaboration with the Jazz Club. I haven't seen that one yet, but... I posted it, like, three hours ago. <laughs> okay, got yeah. you. That's my so, bad. I'll check in. No, <laughs> It's really interesting, and it was actually it was really interesting for me to make because I was researching these these three artists, and it was like they have this beautiful music, mm -hmm. and then it's their stories about their queerness is so interesting, um, just about how 
they either were super open about it because they just were, they didn't care. They were proud of who they were. And then to other artists who were either taken out of the spotlight because they were gay or they shied away from the spotlight because they didn't want to be judged or ridiculed Mm -hmm. for it. It was really interesting to see how in a similar time period things changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to find out who those artists are, head over to GSA's Instagram. Do you guys, what's your app? At ASIJ underscore GSA. All right, okay. Um, So other initiatives, Guy. So a lot of the work we've been doing past Alley Week has been kind of behind the scenes work on making sure that the school reflects inclusivity. And we've been doing this stuff through renovating facilities as well as like the more technological side of things. Mm-hmm. So I can talk a bit about the gender neutral bathrooms and the changes we've been making there is that last year we had one gender-neutral bathroom and not a lot of people knew about it. And, of course, because we can't, like, include or or build new facilities right away, um, we had to make do with what we had and Mm -hmm. what we could renovate. So currently we're working on making sure that the availability increases and um, we, if you want to know more about the availability, we can get you that, like, information. You can either contact us, um, either Mia, Ella, or myself mm-hmm. at our Instagrams or, or just DM us somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or you can contact the safeguarding coordinator. Gotcha. Who is the safeguarding coordinator again? Miss um, DeLeon. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, and the more technological side of things. So with Veracross, um, there are some issues with names and pronouns and mm-hmm. things like that, especially for transgender students, but not only for transgender students, like students with like um, heritage names or just like who want to go by a different name. Gotcha. Um, so we're making it so that that name that you want to go by or the name that is your name stays in the field that is your name. Mm-hmm. And for trans students, that like legal name it does not show anywhere. Okay. That, that name is gone. Perfect. Got it. Um, and we're trying to figure out the logistics of that rollout currently, but we are hoping for very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, it's already being implemented with new admissions. So, oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds amazing. One last little initiative Mm -hmm. that we're working on right now um, is working with the health teachers to create a little bit more of an inclusive program. Yes, 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 yes. That teaches about same-sex sexual health Mm -hmm. um, as well as transgender health, so Mm -hmm. um, safe binding practices and sort of we also created a resource document that has resources for how to figure out your sexuality, how to figure out your different gender identities. Mm -hmm. It gives loads of information about different, like, sort of gender identities and sexualities. Mm -hmm. You can see what resonates with you. It also has resources for how to come out, um, how to talk to people, different resources to talk to people if you feel like you're not going to be accepted or you aren't accepted. Um, And so that's something that the health teachers reached out to us about as well. And we talked in the beginning of the year of doing it, so it just worked out really beautifully. Um. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's something I, as like someone who has been going to ASIJ since middle school, I felt that that was so lacking in our health um, classes. And I mean, sex ed in general is kind of always lacking in everywhere, Um, but um, especially um, about the LGBTQ community. Um, So I'm really glad that's happening right now. So thank you. I'm going to kind of rapid fire through these because we're kind of running out of time. So, 
all of you. How long have you guys lived in Japan, and what is something about the queer culture here that you think is interesting? Okay, so me and Cecile were actually talking about this, mm-hmm. but um, in Japan, there's sort of this like fetishization of LGBTQ plus yes. communities. So there's yes. like boys love like manga, and this sort of fetishization, and it's not taken seriously. And I don't think it's a topic that's like talked about enough mm-hmm. anywhere. Um, also relating to the culture of like conformity of like not being accepted, um, and yeah, I think Cecile, want to add with the yeah the it just presents a really strange dichotomy of having a culture that does fetishize gay love and and relationships like that, but also is <clears throat> a developed country that doesn't recognize same sex marriage and it yes. hasn't legalized it yet. Mm-hmm. And they are like one of the most developed countries. They haven't gotten there, but their culture is so. One of their aspects of like the cultural culture there is that level of fetishization. Yes. So yeah, it's yeah. just a really strange dynamic there. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I feel like that is there in like fetishization of any culture. Usually, it is because people want power and people want the power over the narrative. People want. Just kind of, it is really weird um, and horrible, and I really hope that changes. Um, it's kind of crazy, actually, in Japan. Um, not only um, the LGBTQ community, I also see that with women a lot. There's so much, especially schoolgirls. It's crazy. I don't want to go into this tangent, but oh, it is crazy. It is crazy. Um, um, no. Okay. So, all right. Sorry, um, Hannah. Coming back to you, I know you personally had a lot of worries about how different parts of this um, kind of artwork might be absorbed by the audience. So I kind of want to ask you what you hope to inspire in the future generations of the school, maybe through the artwork, but also, you know. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but... Uh-huh. Um, it's okay, I can tell so you. So one of the <laughs> concerns I had was about, like, like, younger kids being, like, immature, and I've heard you know, jokes among the middle schoolers about, like, just kids who think that, like, gay, being gay is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the word gay is funny to middle schoolers. And, like, I was worried about the, like, maturity level and yes. um, how, honestly, how, like, people would take these topics as well. Um, because not all families, not all, like, families are as accepting as perhaps like my friends have been or you know the people around me so but like Relly said um putting up this like up the collage like we did have a lot of a lot of people in general like a lot of kids a lot of teachers um students as well who came up to us and were like wow this is really cool like what is it like I love this and like it just it just made me so happy and I do hope that future generations again like LGBT issues and Ally Week is not limited to being like an educational topic um, that's discussed once a year in advisory, but something that's, you know, that says that we're proud and worth celebrating. And I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So 
this is an open um, question. So what do you guys just hope the future looks like in our community? This could go from ASIJ to Japan. So any change you hope to see, um, like five to ten years down the line? I mean, I know this could just be like, oh, utopia, like everything's <laughs> great. But just like, what do you see happening? What do you want happening? I know it's kind of deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can just say really quickly, I hope that asking for pronouns becomes more commonplace. Yes. Asking people for pronouns, uh, just gender neutral terms in different documents and different presentations. Mm. Like, oh. <laughs> like there's a lot of things that I know ASIJ is working on it, but there's a lot of things that go home that say son or daughter or like your... It's like he slash she. Oh my God. Every she. single time a teacher says uh, he or she, and then I'm like, just say they. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, no, hey, you're trying, yeah. but like, yeah. oh. So like boys and girls. Yeah. 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 Like, like guys hey, or like people, kids, kids yeah. students. Folks. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like there's so many gender neutral terms and yeah. I think it should just be no. more commonplace that we no. use those. I also, yeah, yeah. Asking people for pronouns is something that I talk to like every advisory I went through to for um, Ally Week, I told them like, just ask for people's pronouns. It's mm -hmm. not a big deal. They won't mind. Mm -hmm. I have a very outwardly feminine appearance. Mm -hmm. But if somebody asks me, oh, so what pronouns do you use? I don't, I'm going to just tell them my pronouns. It's yeah. Mm -hmm. People, we need to start asking so people aren't offended. Yes. Yes, yes, please. Um, uh, speaking of gender neutral pronouns, I read this New York Times article that was like, y'all is the most gender neutral pronoun ever <laughs> it was it was an interesting article it was kind of cute it was kind of funny um it was it was it was from a texan yeah it was from a texan it was from a texan writer so it was it was actually really fun <laughs> oh, it's such a large part of my vocabulary now it's yeah. so <laughs> never even been to america <laughs> y'all i use it every day I'm like, same i say y'all so much exactly um yeah, anything else that you guys want to see? Um, um, obviously, same-sex marriage should be yeah. legalized. Yeah, that, um, that Japan. Time get, get with the times. Yeah. <laughs> same-sex adoption. Oh, yeah. Yes! Oh, wait, also, yeah. um, with... Quick little shout out to Miss Chrissy, blood drive happening winter fest. Um, yes, but yes, yes. Men not being able to donate blood. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yes. so, last question for all of you guys. If there is anything you want to promote at this moment... Go for it. The GSA Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Go follow us. Yes, please. Yes. It's my child. <laughs> if after Ally Week you like what we're doing and you feel like you want to be part about part of it or learn more about it, just drop by any GSA meeting. Yes. Usually, yes, yes, yes. We usually yes. meet on interest and issues days during flex time. So like 1.20 p.m. onwards in Mr. Newen's room. Mm -hmm. Literally, yeah. I had Drop somebody on. ask us, ask me the other day, like, is it too late to like join? <gasps> no, and I was like, it's late. never too late. We're join all now. about acceptance. Of course you can come join us. Like, it's yeah. a great time. Yeah. So I think that actually the Ally Week installation yeah. really yes. promoted yes, GSA as a club. So thank Excited. you. Also, quick little addition. You do not have to be gay to join GSA. Yes, yeah. I was about to say that. I was about to say that. Yes. Allies. Thank you. It's yeah, it's literally yeah. gender sexuality alliance. Uh, yeah. Okay. Also, we have stickers. Like we have so <gasps> many. Yeah. Um, Mr. Nelson has. Okay, so we shout have. Shout out to Mr. Nelson. Yeah, shout out to Mr. Nelson. Um, we have these holographic ally stickers. We also have more so stickers. Um, yeah, we. Aether. Aether. Uh, you and did shout out to Aether. I didn't. Yeah, shout I didn't out to Aether. Design them, but Xander. Uh, I think. Shout out to Xander. Yeah. I think. Xander. Oh. Xander 
made a bunch of stickers, really cute. They're like um, the different sexuality, like a couple of different um, flags and like a little rat on yeah. front and a little snake in the front. So I have really all cute. of those right now uh-huh. or most of them, but I, I, I'm going to put them in Mr. Nguyen's room. Perfect. And and drop some on uh, drop some at Mr. Nelson's room too cuz he ha- I think he has places. Some. Okay, he has, perfect. He gave yeah. the, this packet to me. Yeah. You guys have it together. <laughs> it's almost like we're leaders of it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, hey, I'm like super irresponsible so that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> okay, we Perfect. Thank you so much guys. Thank I literally you. love you. You're such a One last question. What do you think uh, makes an ally one word? Supportive. Accepting. Yeah. Understanding. Loving. Respectful. Inclusive. Open-minded. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> it has cool leaders, so. Yes. Oh, my God. So it it has has so Ito and Relly Kondo are coolest people ever. <laughs> and you What's the Delio is the best podcast on podcast streaming yes. services. Delio. <laughs> Available everywhere. Yes. <laughs> This is an ASIJ original. Yes! So thank you so much, guys. This is Joanne again on her voice memos because I realized I forgot to record an outro to this episode. But I hope you enjoyed the beautiful chaos that was our Ally Week episode. If you're interested in listening to more content that is school-related, make sure to check out our next week's episode. I think it is something really interesting, especially for seniors. So don't forget to check that out. Um... But until then, I'm your host, Joanne, and this was What's the Delio. Bye!